Welcome back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn. And hi, everybody. You okay? You were like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I know. My voice is kind of, it's been a rough week at school. All my little kiddos are sick. That sucks. And I'm not getting sick. Yeah. So, anyway. I, so last week, we record. I recorded an addendum that was like, hey, because I gave you Shrek not realizing that we'd already done Shrek. Right. Because I thought it was funny to make you watch Shrek, but we've already watched Shrek. So I recorded an addendum. Um, and so you didn't watch Shrek. No. I, you watched, because I don't know, we might say goodbye and then some people might turn the episode off not realizing Got that there's it. just like a, because it's like, you might not even realize that the, the uh, quote unquote credit music didn't kick in yet. You know what I mean? Just right. Like, okay, just, bye. And then turn and it then off. And then just turn it off. Um, no. So I, you watched Austin Powers International Man of Mystery. <laughs> yes, I did. If you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given us, and then we pick a movie for each other watch based on that theme. Are you good? I'm you doing dancing? my Austin Powers thing. Oh, boy. Okay. Do you just want to go first? Because we have some things to talk about. No, I would really like to talk about yours first. Okay. So first of all, what's the theme? The theme was Where'd You Go? Yes. And it was a person who is either retired or left acting, not... Because they died. Right. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It couldn't be because they died or got very sick because that's sad. Right. That's not like, oh, we watched Goonies because where'd River Phoenix go? Is he in Goonies? I don't think so. <laughs> Stand by me. Yes. Okay, I got it. I'll, I got there eventually. Um, No, but yeah. So you made me watch Matilda. Yes. Starring Mara Wilson. I think it's... D- yes. Mara, Mara. I think it's Mara. I would love to be wrong. Um, okay, you're right. Danny DeVito. Yes. Rhea Perlman. Yes. Uh... Miss Honey. Yes. Miss Trunchbull. Yes. Now. And Little Lavender. Well, yeah. Now, here's my problem is we recorded this big addendum that we'd already watched Shrek on the show. And sorry, we've already watched this movie on the show. No, we haven't. Yes, we have. A couple weeks ago, you made me watch a movie about a young girl who really wants to go to school and has a terrible family life. So she goes to school and then discovers that she has magic powers. Uh, and then she uses her magic powers to terrorize the head of the school. We've already watched Carrie, Mom. Oh, yeah, no, this is not Carrie. It's the same thing. It is not the same thing. Mm. It's not the same thing because this is happy and rosy. It's a prequel to Carrie. It's the oh, same little no, girl. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's the same. I Googled it because I was like, people have got to make this comparison before because it's the same movie. It's little girl, not great life, and then she... <laughs> She kills John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's not the same movie, but it. I mean, it could. It's very we, similar, but this is the cute. Because I even talked about what? What's up? No, I was just gonna say this movie is based on a book always, by Roald Dahl. See, I always say his first name. Who wrote James and the Giant Peach? Charlie, Willy Wonka, or Charlie, whatever you, whatever Willy the right way. The Chocolate Factory, BFG. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what it's called. No, I know, but it stands for Big Friendly Giant. But anytime there's like an F in something, I'm like, what does that stand for? <laughs> no, it stands for Big Friendly Giant. That's one Big Friendly Giant. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Don't, why are you giving me that teacher face? Because <laughs> I totally was. Keep going. Okay. Now, Matilda, directed by Danny DeVito. I did not know that's so good. It was produced by somebody that I was like, huh? huh? I forgot who it was, though. It was like an actress. Why do I want to say Demi Moore? It was Demi Moore. Thank you. Yeah, because I, I did the same thing. I went, I like, Demi Moore? What? Um, we could have totally done her. No, she still does stuff. No, she doesn't need to. 
No, but I'm just saying she could have yeah. she could have fit in that category. She could have fit in the category. Yeah, whatever happened. Then we could have watched Ghost. What? Oh, I love that movie. Okay, go ahead. Crap. Sorry. Um, no. So this is a story of Matilda. Matilda. Okay. First of all, this is there's something I liked, and I kind of would be interested. First of all, they could totally remake this, and I'd have no problem with it. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, it'd still be good. And can we say music by Danny Elfman? Yeah. Okay. That's what I want to talk about. Love, that love, is love. what I want to talk about. You've got. Uh, what's his name? Who's the main guy? Danny DeVito. Yes. Not only narrating, yes. but playing the evil dad, which I yes. love that he's doing the dual role of the, the narrator. The happy, calm narrator. Because he has like such a dad voice, yes. but then he's also like the nasty dad. Yes. I like that. Uh, you have a cameo by Paul Rubens. Yes. Hello, Mr. Policeman. Yeah. Playing a cop, which is so funny. You have uh, John Lovett. This feels like an early Tim Burton film. It really because does. Because it's got Danny Elfman. It's got all these things. It's got the, the kind of weird kookiness to it. It's not nothing to do with Tim Burton. Right. Nope. Tim Burton has nothing to do with this movie. Nope. But it's that. I think because like, like, what's his name? Danny Elfman? No. Uh, what's his name? Dan DeVito had already worked with Tim Burton. Yes. A few, you know, a little bit. I don't think he'd made Big Fish yet. This was before Big Fish. But he did Batman and like... Did, did, am I? I don't know. Do you think I'm wrong? This totally had like a, a Tim Burton kind of feel. I really feel like it did, and I I'm surprised now that I looked at it that it wasn't. Yeah, it had nothing to do with it. Halfway yeah. through, I was like, I was like, was like, did he have anything to do with it? Like, nope. No. No producing. No nothing. Nothing. Um. No story or anything. You know nope. what I mean? Nothing. Right. Um. One thing. Now I just was thinking about this the whole time. Uh. First of all, you didn't tell me you were in this movie. <laughs> I am not Mrs. Trunchbull. I am definitely more Miss Honey. Yeah, what's Miss Trunchbull, Miss Honey? Yeah, whatever, I'm not her. Yeah. Okay, now hear me out on this. Okay. If they remade this, okay. do you think it'd be interesting if the same person played Miss Trunchbull, played Miss Honey, and it was like uh, whenever Ooh, they were in the scene? Because I kind of liked it, because I liked that they were like bad teacher, good teacher, like right. or whatever. Um, Trunchbull is, yeah. Okay, have you seen what the lady who plays Trunchbull actually looks like? Really cute. Yeah, she looks like a nice old lady. Yes. She... Like it, my brain is not, my brain is having a hard time being like, that's the same woman. Well, also it's been a long time since that movie. But I mean, even in that era, I'm like, what? Right. Um, okay. Have you never seen Matilda? It's Mat so cute. Matilda is a story about a family and they're nasty. Yes. And they have a little girl and they're like, yuck. And also before Harry Potter. Yeah. I think so. Vague Harry Potter like feelings too. Because her family feels like Harry Potter's family yes. of like chubby, nasty dad, whiny, tall, nosy mom, and then the fat little boy. Yeah, um, the little boy doesn't really do much except they, call her mean names. Yeah. Hey, not really any swearing in this movie, huh? Definitely a kid's film, I would say. Yeah. A lot of really fun. Now, this sounds dumb. A lot of really fun replacement words. Oh, yeah. Like like all of the insults are just like, yeah, bug headed Toad liquor, like it's just stuff like that. Right. Like it's nothing. I I would say like eight to ten year olds would be okay with this, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, and it's not scary. No. It's a little it gets but, a little but right. not no. I remember this being a little bit more intense than when I was a kid. Well, because uh, you were a kid. Yeah, but it's really not. This is like a fun and I I thought I was gonna hate it going back and rewatching it. I was gonna be like, uh, I don't know about this. It's a good movie. Like it's legitimately good. Um, okay, so the story of Matilda is Matilda is born to this nasty family and they don't really like her because she's different because she is intelligent. Yes. <laughs> That's her whole thing. She's just smart. 
She reads, she writes, she does all the smart things, uh, and she makes little pancakes to Rusted Root. Um, the what? Rusted Root. Oh, okay, there. That's something you were talking about. Well, yeah, because the mom's like, I'm... Well, that's how he sounds. I know. But I was going to say, because the mom goes to bingo all the time and leaves her alone all day. Yeah. Kind of sad. Yeah. So she goes to the library and she makes pancakes for herself. Well, she doesn't make pancakes at the library. No, no, no. She makes pancakes at home and then goes to the walks herself 10 blocks to the library. You know what I thought was legit going to happen at the end? Because I forgot how this ended. Right. I mean, I assumed everything good happened, but I forgot. I thought it was going to be revealed that they stole Matilda. Oh. Because they steal everything else. And I was like, oh, it's going to be revealed that Matilda's not theirs. Right. Oops, sorry. That was me. Um, But so, so she goes to the library and she reads and she learns and she's... She just she wants to be smart. She wants to go to school and she loves to learn and she loves to grow. And so she does all this and um then eventually something happens with her dad where he, he, she's going to leave he's going to leave her at home cuz he's only going to bring the the boy whose name is it never said? Uh I don't remember. Not important. No, it's unimportant. So he leaves um but then he takes Matilda with him to work and he's like, "Look at this stuff I'm doing. It's sketchy." And the dad and Mattel's like, "This is wrong. You're a crook." And he's like, "No, I'm big. You're little. I'm, I'm smart, right. You're wrong. I'm smart. You're, you're dumb. dumb. Yeah." Which I like that Trunchbull repeats later. Yes. Uh, this is uh, I'm jumping so much. This is on Broadway or was on Broadway? I think that it was at one Musical? time. Yes, I think it was. I'd be interested to watch how they did that. Maybe it'll come out encore on the Disney Plus channel. Well, I don't want to watch a bunch of washed up people do it. I want to watch a good pe- good people do oh, it. Oh, I don't know. What I mean is though, like, he's a used car salesman. Yes. Ha- ha- the whole scene in Trunchbull's house would be very interesting to watch on stage. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like how would you do that? Um, They'd have to have almost like a two-story stage. stage. Well, there is a streaming service for Broadway shows. Not a joke. Yeah. Oh, I know. I've looked at it. It eh, doesn't look that great yet. No. There's nothing that's it's like- It's gotten better. Yeah, it definitely has gotten better. But like, and obviously everyone's like, call me when you have Hamilton. We're not going to have Hamilton. That's so expensive. Right. Like, I'm waiting for Jersey Boys. Yeah, I think older stuff will be on there before before like Hamilton or Book of Mormon. Like stuff that is still in major circulation. Right. Because why pay for, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's not like if Hamilton with Lin-Manuel comes on the streaming service that no one's going to go see it. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's not. That's not how that works. Right. Um, but so anyway, so uh, Trunch, no. So where was I? Okay, so she goes and she's like, you're a crook, Dad. And then something happens where he, she glues his hat to his head. Oh, that was the best. Because she's then kind of just done. And so she's like, fine. And they ruin the restaurant. Like they ruin the restaurant experience. And then the dad's all mad and he's like, I'm, I'm mad. And all we're going to do is watch TV and eat dinner. So he destroys her. Okay. There's a really funny, stupid joke. She, He goes, what are you reading? And she goes, Moby Dick by Herman Melville. And he goes, Moby what? <laughs> right, so and starts st- ripping it up. Yeah, but it's so stupid because it, she's not saying a bad word. She's right. not saying that word. She's saying the name of the book about a whale. Right. But it's just funny that they, because like no one actually really, I think the word piss is in this movie. Right. That's it. Like the really everything is 
I really like the writing of the replacement words because it's really fun. Absolutely. That it's like newt headed worm faced. Like it's like it's very Harry Potter where it's just like. Right. And it's probably if you went back and read the book. Yeah. It would probably be the original dialogue. That's a, yeah. It's how Roald Dahl writes. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very, very good. Uh, I really enjoy. Like I loved his stuff as a kid. Um, so. Uh, so he gets all mad and he tears up the book and he throws it. No, he doesn't throw it. He just leaves it on the ground. Uh, that's never. <laughs> That's never talked about ever again. <laughs> right, because she's like, it's a library book. Yeah, and that never comes back. Um, then uh, Matilda gets enrolled to school. Yes. At wherever, Trunch, Crunchum Hall, Crunchum Hall, Crunchum Hall. Like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because he, she goes in to buy a car. Yeah, and then he sells her a lemon. And then Matilda goes to Crunchum Hall with Miss Trunchbull. And we get introduced to Trunchbull, and she's nasty. And she throws the little girl with the pigtails. That's kind of funny. Well, yeah, it is funny. Because she throws her by the pigtails yes. into like into a bush. Yes. And the little girl like stands up with the flowers and everyone's like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, You know what's funny is what's that thing called the chokey? Yes. In my brain as a child, it was... <laughs> what are those... This isn't funny. What are those ancient torture devices that look like... Uh, like uh, sar- like what are those things called when a, a mummy is put in the right? What that is, carsophagus. Yeah. Or s- no. Anyway, yeah, whatever. That thing uh, that's filled with spikes on the inside. Right. That's what I thought it was in my brain as a kid, and I was like, "Where's that thing?" Somebody's gonna be like, "It's called a this." I know what it's called. It's in my brain, and I know you're screaming the name of it. You're like, "I," because I do this when I listen to podcasts. I'm like, "It's this. It's this." Spoiler alert: I will not remember the name of it. Right. And I want to okay. call it a mom something, but that doesn't no. aunt. I don't know. Anyway. Um, he was so close to saying it. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so we get introduced to Trunchbull, who is kind of the villain. She is most definitely, well, yeah. I mean, the parents are like also terrible, but like, right. uh, and they don't want her to, su- they don't want Matilda to succeed because they're stupid. Uh, but Matilda is smart and Miss Matilda is smarter than Trunchbull. Uh, then we find, then we meet Miss Honey. Yes. And Miss Honey is a very nice teacher who is very sweet who cares about Matilda, who's a good person. And she wants to be a teacher because she loves kids. Yes. And did you notice that every day when she comes to class, she takes that little girl's hair, they take the braids out? Yeah. And then before cla- when class is over, she... Yeah. Um, Miss Honey is a good teacher, and she helps Matilda, and she wants Matilda to succeed. Uh, and she like goes to talk to Matilda's parents and is like, this little girl is good. And they're like, shut up, doofus. Yeah, don't come. You're bothering our television time. Go away. Yeah, and it's like, oh, all right. Because they then, think that at first that she's there to yell at, you know, to say bad things about her. No, and then she just tries to talk about how good Matilda is and how she needs to go to college. And then they're like, no one needs college. Right, and how she should be in a higher class. Yeah, and she doesn't. And it's funny because Miss Huddy's trying to help Matilda, but she talks to both the parents and Trunchbull about, like, Matilda doesn't need to be in this class. She needs to be in a higher class. And thankfully, they're like, no, Matilda stays with you. She's not trying to pawn Matilda off. She likes Matilda. Right. But that's Trunchbull's like, you can't just give all the bad kids to other people. And she's like, that's not what I'm doing. Also, what other people? Right. Exactly. You never see any other teachers at all. No. There's no other staff in this school besides Trunchbull and Miss Honey. Exactly. Um, So then uh, Matilda kind of starts to build her powers a little bit. Right. She starts to get bigger and bigger. Uh, and then she flips John Travolta's car. No, that's Carrie. Wrong film. 
It's pretty much the same. You ca- okay. It's very similar, but it's definitely. Who would win in a fight? Well, Carrie, because she's bigger. But no, well, they use their powers. Carrie. They're not going to like fist fight. Carrie. You think Carrie? Yes. I don't know. Well, okay. Now, if you look at it from like a superhero point of view, right? Like what Carrie can do compared to what Matilda can do. Okay. Both pretty similar, right? Yes. Now, what we see, though, is when Carrie moves things, because she hasn't had the time that Matilda has to work on her powers, they shake a lot first, and then they move. Right. And she doesn't really control things as much as destroys them or throws them. Right. Whereas Matilda can, like, master picking up a water pitcher or picking up milk and pouring it, opening milk and pouring it. So I think that, hypothetically, Matilda would win because she's got a better mastery of her powers. Carrie has that animalistic rage that Matilda doesn't have. Okay. But I think Matilda, don't look at me like that. No, I'm listening to I you. I think Matilda would win in a fight. Oh, there you go. I'm going to sneeze. So keep going. Um, I'm an adult man that just tried to figure out who'd win Matilda or Carrie. Look, That's okay. Look, someone else has to have an opinion on that. If you have an opinion on that, email us. Who would win in a fight, Matilda or Carrie? And And here's the thing. Do whatever you want. Do whatever kind of research. You could be like, well, book Matilda would lose to book Gary, but movie Matilda would win the movie. I don't care. KTMA show at gmail.com. Who would win in a fight? And obviously a fist fight. If no power fist fight, Carrie would win. Actually, no power fist fight, you think Carrie would win? Carrie's a weirdo. Well, yeah, I don't know. But also Matilda is six and a half. That's true. So that's probably not good. (laughs) Um, so I think, yeah, Gary might win because it's a six and a half year old child. Yes. But like when Matilda makes, she's dancing the, that one song that's that, oh, 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 she's making the cards fly. Yes. Now she could do that with a knife, but then Carrie also does that with a knife, right? She shoots her mom with like four different things. Yes. But Matilda has that precision and I think that could work. I think you're right. Who do you so, think would win? So I think... I don't know. I was thinking Carrie because of the anger. Yeah. So it's it's could Matilda's kindness block Carrie's rage? Maybe, but I don't think Matilda would want to fight. Well, sometimes you don't have a choice. That's true. I don't know. But I vote for Carrie. You vote for Carrie to beat up a six and a half year old girl? Well, if you're fighting. Real powers, nice, mom. Sorry. <laughs> Real okay, nice. Keep going. My mom wants a teenager to beat up a six and a half year old. No, I don't want anyone to beat anyone up. That was rude. Okay, I'm sorry. Thank you for apologizing. Um, so then Carrie, nope, <laughs> so then <laughs> not Mat- Carrie. She's not in this movie. Then Matilda, uh, finds out that Miss Honey is actually Miss Trunchbull's stepniece, which I like. That's a very little subtlety. She's not related to her by blood. She says step aunt. Oh, or she okay. says she says stepsister when talking about Trunchbull coming over and taking care of Miss Honey. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so she says stepsister, which I think is a very cool nod. It's like, yeah, not technically related. Right. So then, so then, uh, Matilda's like, cool, cool, cool. So we're gonna break into that house and get you your stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. And <laughs> Miss Honey's six like, and a half year old. No, we're not gonna do that. And then Matilda's like, yikes, I'm already in. Then they're sneaking around Trunchbull's house and Trunchbull's car dies, so she has to come back. She pushes it back. And she pushes she lifts it up to turn around and pushes it back. And then she can tell someone's been in the house. Uh, and she's like yelling and then she's like chasing him, but she doesn't know who she's chasing yet. Right. And then she um they get away. And she's like, ah and she's kinda scary. 
Super scary. So she chases him away, and she doesn't know who it was, and they get away. And then Miss Honey goes, Matilda, promise me you'll never go back to that house. Matilda works on her powers, pours herself some Cheerios. Um, and then Matilda goes back to the house to mess with Trunch, well, to get the doll. Yes. But ultimately to mess with Trunchbull to scare her and freak her out because she finds out Miss Trunchbull is very superstitious. Yes, black cats she doesn't like. Yeah, so she she like makes the portrait of the dad fly down because, oh, because yeah. oh, the dad supposedly killed himself, but Miss Honey and Matilda don't believe that. Right. They think Trunchbull did something. Which I agree. Yeah, probably. So, ooh, and then she's all freaking out. Ugh. But then as she's escaping, Matilda's ribbon is caught on Miss Trunchbull's car. Yes. And Miss Trunchbull's like, look what I found, ding dong. Um, she's like, you did something in my house. Like, I know you were there. And then Matilda fakes as being, uh, fakes being Magnus. Yes. That's to like, dad. to like freak out Trunchbull and then like just messes with Trunchbull. Trunchbull goes to throw a boy out the window. Um, Matilda catches him with her, her powers and flies him back into the room. It's super cute. Uh, she moves lavender out of the way. Like she does all sorts of stuff. Yes. It's fun. It's and then good. and then Trunchbull, Trunchbull like gets beat up by children. She gets food thrown on her, and then she runs away and is never heard from again. And then Miss Honey is having tea or something with Matilda. And Matilda's family rolls up, and you can hear the sirens, which I love. Like yeah. we're moving to Guam. Uh, and then Matilda just has adoption papers on her. <laughs> She's like, I've had these since I've been old enough to use a Xerox machine. It's like, yikes. Uh, you probably should talk to someone about that. But um, then they sign over Matilda to Miss Honey. Yes. Which I do not think is legal. Nope. But that's okay. Like it's, at all. Like right. I think there has to be a whole thing. Well, of yes. Like, but it's a book from a long time ago. So it's okay. Yeah. Fair. Um, but yeah. And then like it ended and I was like, oh, she really was their kid. Yes. Like I totally thought that she was going to be stolen or not really theirs. And it was going to be like, whoops, now she's nobody's kid. She is Miss Honey's. Yeah, she's um, Miss Honey's. Well, and when they at the beginning, the narrator goes, Miss Honey had a terrible secret. And in my brain, I was like, Matilda's her kid. But she doesn't realize that. Right. Like, her secret is someone stole her baby. Right. And it was. But that's it, not. No, it. it's not it at all. It's just that. Uh, that she's Miss Trunchbull's niece. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And I love how the room, the classroom is all cute. Mm-hmm. And then when Miss Trunchbull's coming, they're pulling everything literally like shades yeah. across all the cute stuff yeah. and tucking it in. And well, and then and so okay, so then you know things are going good, and then Matilda gets nominated prom queen, and they dump pigs. Blood Wrong on. movie again. You jumped back to it's Carrie. the same thing. Tell me, it's not the same thing. Okay, it's not the same thing, but uh, it's kind of the same thing. It's very similar stories. Yes, but it's but ours is much cuter. This one is much cuter. There's a theory online because I go- I had to Google this. I yes. was like, Carrie, Matilda, like, is there any sort of like, has anyone ever been like, who'd win in a fight? Nope. Uh, that's makes me seem weird. <laughs> that's just you. It's just me. Uh, the theory is that the car or it's a, you know how, uh, what's his name? Danny DeVito sold lemons. Yes. Well, he sold an old Plymouth to somebody and that car uh, was named Christine. And that uh, <laughs> Matilda becomes Carrie. Like, there's, like, weird little references that, like, all these other things in this world, like, it is a part of the Stephen King universe. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's bizarre. Um, but, yeah, this movie uh, is pretty good. I think I'd give it a buy it, to be honest. Like, it's it's kind of shocking that it stayed good because it's one of those movies that you watched as a kid and you're like, 
this rules. And then, like, as an adult, you're like, I've avoided this because I'm afraid that it sucks now. But it doesn't. No. It's so really good. Does, does it stand the test of time? Yeah. I would say. It doesn't do anything that's, like, non... I mean... Doesn't the, have anything problematic in it. A kid watching it wouldn't know who any of the actors are, but it's still really well, good. Might know Danny DeVito is, but I don't, I don't think, think so. Anyone. But Mara Wilson, she was in all sorts of stuff. She was in Mrs. Doubtfire. She was in that movie with the bird and Cheech Marin. Polly is that what that was called? Do you remember that oh, movie? Yeah, and she was in Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. When yeah, they she was also. And then she just decided she was done. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, now she's doing all kinds of stuff. Doing her life, right? Because exactly. that's what she wants to do. So good for her. Yeah, well, good enough. Well, should we talk about mine? Yeah. Now, why'd you make that face? Well, because... Do-do-do-do. Uh, Do-do-do-do. I do. Okay. First of all, I've always been a big fan of Mike Myers. Yes. From... I love... Um, so, uh, the, my first experience, and I mentioned it a couple times last episode, I really liked him in... So, I Married an Axe Murderer. So I saw Wayne's World, so I married an axe murderer. It's just a fun, he plays a bunch of characters in that one too. It's just really fun. Then, so this is Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Mm -hmm. And it is based in the 60s. Starting, it starts in the 60s. Right, no, that's what I was, sorry, that's what I meant. Starts in the 60s and he is this big um, fancy spy in England and Mimi Rogers Mrs. Tom Cruise, number one, mm -hmm. is like his partner. And he's like super cool and all the ladies love him. And he's like, oh, behave. And he's like, not appropriate. He's a huge parody of James Bond. Super huge parody, yes. Like he's he's like the, yes. Like it's almost like, well, he's a, he's a parody of British culture in general. Well, yeah, because he's got the big teeth and the. And the suits, the like yeah. velour velvet with the big collars and and he's like yeah he's yeah so then um then we find out that there is a bad guy and his name is dr evil also played by i just forgot his name mike myers mike myers i totally blanked because the only thing i read in the pokeballs did you read it who they wanted to who, who mike, mike myers, myers wanted. wanted it to do jim be. carrey yeah but jim carrey couldn't do it because he was doing something else liar liar yes and so, then do you Mike know Dana Carvey is all, was mad at him for the longest time for Mike for this movie? Why? Because Dana Carvey was like, "Cool, cool, cool." So you just did my impression of Lorne Michaels as a character. Like you didn't do like you because Doctor Evil is Lorne Michaels. Oh, okay. That's that's how Lorne Michaels talks. The if you don't know who Lorne Michaels is, he's the big wig for SNL. He's been the big wig for SNL since it started. He stopped for a little bit and then he came back. But he's ever since. He's like the guy for SNL. Right. Um yeah, he he it's totally like the was it was good, but was it the right kind of good? Like it, it that's totally how Lauren Michaels talks. And Dana Carvey was like, you could have cast me, but instead you cast yourself doing an impression of me. Doing an impression of yeah. Cool, great. So Doctor Evil is a horrible person. He's bald. Get what? No, and he's uh, he's what's he's he's a parody of that one James Bond, the bald James Bond guy. I I've there are, most of the characters in this one are, are parodies of very other obvious James Bond parody characters. Well, it it is all one big Blofeld. Joke. What? His name is Blofeld. Okay. He was played by Christoph Waltz in the newest one. I'm like, why are you yelling at me? No, because I just remembered his name. Okay. There you go, listeners. I got one thing right where I couldn't remember. <laughs> woo woo. So it is. It's one big kind of joke. It's a lot of sexual stuff. 
some innuendos, some just blatant right out. No innuendos. It's just right there. Definitely not a kid film. Even though I saw this in the 90s, I was a grown up. I still am a grown up. Well, yeah, that's how that's how adulthood works. You don't like go back. I know I'm a child. No, but what I'm saying is it it took me. I kind of was like, oh, I don't know. There was just something about it. Okay, so Dr. Evil is an evil guy and he has a whole bunch of people that work for him and they are going to take over the world. And I can't remember what happens. Oh, I think he's just going to take over the world or something. When he's back in the 90s? No. Oh, in in the the 60s. And so he biofreeze or whatever. They just cry whatever that word is so then okay austin powers is gonna do it too and so then they have to unfreeze them both i don't i think the bad guys unfreeze dr evil mm-hmm. and then then the good guys unfreeze in austin the, powers in their celebrity cryo chamber yes oh yeah i saw that gary it's gary coleman vanilla ice and austin powers now i was very confused at this okay okay because in the Gary Coleman thing, maybe that was Gary Coleman. Like, like it looked like Gary Coleman. Uh, it looked like Steve Urkel. Yeah, it was kind of weird. But Steve Urkel and Gary Coleman are not the same. No, like no. I, like I honestly paused it and went back multiple times because I was like, uh, "Why does he have glasses and suspenders?" Oh yeah, like he very clear, and he's doing like a. I don't know. Maybe it's just the the because it's all frosted and you know you right. gotta be it's hard careful. To see, yeah. But I'm like, it looks like Steve Urkel more than it looked because he was tall too. Right. I go more than it looked like Gary Coleman. Right. And maybe that came. I don't know. What but, a topical reference. Exactly. Do people know who that is anymore? Who? Gary Coleman. I don't think so. See, no. that's the whole thing. This whole movie is either 60s references and parodies of James Bond films and British culture in general. And, um, or it's 90s references. Yeah, that are nothing. That are nothing now. Like, you know, if a, if a high school kid watched it now, would they have any idea who Vanilla Ice is? Yes, because he's done that weird relevancy thing where he like, he's like friends with Adam Sandler, so he's shown up in weird cameos in Adam Sandler movies, and then he had that home renovation show, and then he got fired from it because he stole from houses. <laughs> Okay, I didn't understand what you said. He did he what? Got fired from his own show. Okay, because he stole from houses he was renovating. <gasps> oh, that rules. Whoops, that's not okay. All right, so then, so then, as Austin Powers is getting thought out, there's a lot of peepee jokes and all that kind of stuff. Keep going, and then he is going to work with a new partner, and it's his old partner's daughter. Yes. So, again, a lot of that 60s free love stuff over and over and over, which now is not appropriate, can't talk about it, can't do it. But they're going to, they're going to get Dr. Evil. Wait, hold on a second. Is it, I keep having trouble with my mic again. Yeah, Am I fine. good now? Yes. Okay. And so then, but then what we find out is that, well, first of all, poor Dr. Evil's cat. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't make it in the freeze very well. All his, all his hair. He was this big, white, fat, furry cat. Yeah. And then when they came back, it was that. It wasn't the same cat, but it was the the ugly cat with no fur. The Sphinx cat. Ooh, I don't like those. They're just so gross. You remember the cat's name? Ugly. Mister Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> Mister Bigglesworth. But ooh. I mean, I'm sure and. I think there were some times that it really couldn't have been a cat because that cat didn't move. Yeah. Did you notice fake, that? Yeah. That when Mike Myers was petting it, I mean, it was just like, 
Okay, we've had cats. Do they let? Do they not move? No, but that's such a very stereotypical villain thing to have a big cat as you're yes. sitting there stroke the cat. And then there was a, it's a little naked cat. Yeah. And, and so then he's going to take over the world and they're going to steal a big missile and they're going to hold a ransom for $1 million. And then Robert Wagner, who plays number two, is like, uh, that's really not a big deal anymore. Now, wait a minute, mom. Number two. I know. His name is more... number two. Uh-huh. But like, that's also poop. I know. It's but there's no way joke. that they make potty jokes about him being number two and then also poop. Well, yes, they do. And like I said, when they unfreeze Austin Powers, there's this whole about a minute and a half of a, of a potty joke that just keeps going and going that, and going. No pun intended, but that joke. Total uh, pun intended, actually. That joke sucked. Uh, like, I was like, like, I, I'm a little bit more like whatever. Some jokes are fine, whatever. I was just like, this isn't a joke. He's just peeing. Right. But it was like, okay. And then the computer would say, you know, that it's finished and then there'd be more pee. So it went on for a little too long. So then, but then Dr. Evil finds out that he has a son. Mm, Scott. Scott, who played by Seth Green. Yeah. Really great. I like him. And so then there's this whole side story of Dr. Evil trying to get together with Scott and Scott not really caring because he's he's never seen him. He's a teenager quote unquote in the 90s right and he's like whatever he's wearing a Kurt Cobain t-shirt he doesn't care and so you know and then they go to some like parenting kind of class and he's like I hate him whatever it's stupid so then they keep going um, and and there's different things that they try to do to catch and it's like okay and then there's then Dr. Evil is now taking over the world he's threatening they stole this missile and Austin Powers and his partner are gonna go and and they get to the secret evil lab and then dr evil i know i was trying to think the fembots come along oh my gosh it's it's these girl robots and they shoot things from their chest but then austin powers has these great animal magnetism manly things and so he starts dancing around in his underwear and all the fembots blow up yeah so the only thing i did have to laugh was Poor Mike Myers. He has to do this scene. And I don't think it's really poor Mike Myers because it looked like he was having a little too much fun. Yeah. And I read somewhere, too, that Austin Powers, this whole thing, Mike Myers wrote it because he came home one night and he was kind of goofing around with his wife and started doing this English accent. And she thought it was so funny. She said, you should just write this. Yeah. And he did. So it's are they going to win? Are they not going to win? Are they going to win? Are they not going to win? You know, Dr. Evil's going to take over. Just kidding. Number two's going to take over. And he's going to overpower Dr. Evil. But then Dr. Evil and Mr. Bigglesworth fly out in a Bob's Big Boy. Yes. Which, again, would a, would a, a high school kid know now what know what a Big Bob's Boy? Big Boy is? There, I don't think there's any more of those. No. So it's very 90s. Um, and then, but I mean, they made more. They made three of them. The Spy Who Shagged Me? Yes. And Goldmember? Yes. And, yeah. I, I Was it kind of funny in the 90s? Yes. Was I... It, it's a little too much for me then. Yes. Is it appropriate now? Oh, no way. Def, there are so many scenes that I'm like, whoop, can't do that. Can't do that anymore. Will Ferrell showing up as the character Mustafa? And I was like... Ugh. 
<laughs> right. And or just some some of the other kind of extra. There's a couple of things Austin Power does that uh, with the Me Too movement would not be cool to show in a movie. Exactly. Well, just I mean, in general, they're not good things, obviously. But like at the time, it was like, oh, ha, 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 ha. That's, that's so like a funny silly. little thing. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's too real now. Exactly. So. Oh, my gosh. What? I just remembered that one of the scenes that's too real takes place on an airplane. Yes. Mike Myers killed Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, I don't think so. Maybe I think he not. did. I think he did. it. I think Austin Powers killed Jeffrey Epstein. Okay, I solved maybe. it. And there even there even was a joke about his teeth. And at one and a couple of scenes he's got like these white amazing teeth. It was pretty funny. But um can I let me ask you something about Austin Powers. Okay. Why do people still like this character? Like Do be, they? Here's what I'm saying. Every Halloween store every year still has Austin Powers stuff. But I think they're kind of pull, uh, I think you know how you ride something till it's yeah. done. It's done. It's been done for I'm going to say at least they could have stopped about 10 years ago. Yeah, like cuz who cares anymore? I don't it's think just, anybody does. Do you think a fourth movie would be good? I don't think it's necessary. I don't think you could make it. Well, and I also don't think it would do well. No. We'd be so rough cuz it's just like Austin Powers is all about love, and he's kind of he's kind of creepy, super creepy. But like, he does not. Every joke would just be, "No, that's not okay anymore." Right. He does not understand what I use in my class all the time. Personal space bubble. Yeah, he doesn't understand a little personal space. Yeah, I mean, there are a couple funny the hallways, like there's funny jokes. But most of it is just not. And then in between scenes, not every time, there's like these little snippets. Of, but 60s, that's what that how they used to do. Little snippets of 60s, like music and dancing, and then not appropriate sometimes, really quick. And then you're like, what? So Yeah, it's just, uh, this movie. Yeah, I am, I'm going to rate it now. Can I rate it? Yeah, go for it. Because we have other stuff to talk about. We have other stuff to talk about. Skip it. Because I don't want to, I don't want to throw it in the trash. Because I think it belongs into, in the okay movies that were fun in the nineties. Yeah, it belongs in its own little nineties vault. I just, but don't watch it today. It's not, it's not a rent it. Yeah, and it's certainly not a buy it. So you want to know something interesting? No. Okay. I'm just uh, kidding. Of course people, I do. There are certain people. Daniel Craig specifically felt like Austin Powers killed James Bond. What I mean by that is okay. James Bond was all gadgets and this and that and da, da, da. And then Austin Powers came in and parodied everything James Bond did. Right. I mean, there's, there's even little things we didn't talk about. There's a character in this called uh, Random Occupation or something. Was it the hat guy? Yeah. Who in the, the James Bond universe, it's Odd Job. Okay. Random Task. It's Got Odd it. Job in the, the James Bond universe and he has a hat and he throws it and it like can kill people. And he's really good in GoldenEye. Uh, it's a terrible game, and I will fight anyone who says it's good. It used to be good, just like Austin Powers. It used to be good, and now it's not that great. Um, but then uh, in this, it's random task, and he takes his shoe off and throws it. Right, I, and and yeah. So, um, uh, there's a lot of weird, like subtle James Bond references, like with like yeah, like random task who never shows up again. I think. Um, right. But it's just like, well, also. Mike Myers only plays two characters in this one. Right. And the I, next one he plays three. And the third one he plays four. And I felt like the third one was definitely the worst. Yeah. You know who's in the third one? No. Beyonce Knowles. Oh, that's right. I do remember She's that. the pa- Austin Powers girl. Like, she's the Bond girl in that one. Right. Um, Yeah, this... 
This movie's just a whole lot of yikes. Thank you for the 90s. Now go back. Yeah, well, and I just don't... It's a character that, like, should stay there. Right. Like, like we don't need an Austin Powers reboot. Nope. We don't need Austin Powers 4. No. But, oh, so, so anyway, what I was saying was the, the whole James Bond thing. They he felt like they, the Austin Powers killed James Bond, so when they re-brought it back, James Bond back, they had to be a completely different thing. They had to be much more serious and much more... No gadgets. He has guns and he has certain things, but it's not like, my car's a submarine. Like, it's, right. it's not, like, weird stuff like that. And... So it's almost like it inspired the heavier James Bond movies. So could we get a, not a heavier Austin Powers, but you know what I mean? Like parody that, like that dark secret spy. I'm dark and I'm crazy. You know what I mean? Like Right, maybe, but I don't think it would. I really think that Austin Powers needs to just stay where he belongs. The trash. No, not in the trash. In the 90s vault, having yeah. a good time with some of the other 90s films that were great. But don't stand the test of time. Yeah, like, well, you know what's funny is, to like, Matilda aged great. I thought it did. This did. definitely does not age well at all. No. And, and I kind of, I you said you watched him with Pokeballs. I poked it most of the, it, not a whole lot of stuff came It was out. on Amazon. I mean, it's on Netflix, all three of them. So okay. part of me wants to just watch all three of them. Ugh. Just to be like, couldn't have been that bad, right? And then, But then it's like. Yes, I kind of just want to be like, what did they get away with? So much stuff. Yeah, like, you can't say that. Well, you know who's in the second one, right? No. Kevin Spacey. Oh, I didn't know that. At the very beginning, there's a scene where it, they're watching, Austin Powers is watching the Austin Powers movie, and it's directed by Steven Spielberg, and it stars Tom Cruise as yes. Austin Powers, Kevin Spacey as Dr. Evil, Danny DeVito as Mini-Me. And there, there's like a couple extra things. Um, yeah, these movies aren't good. No. No, not at all. So skip it. Okay. All right. We have a Facebook page. Oh, we're going to do that first? What were we gonna, What else were we going to do? What are you buying, selling, watching, listening oh, to, I reading? always thought we did the... Uh, we probably switched it around and I don't even notice. Okay. We have you Facebook go first. page. Yeah. Kid Tested Mother Proved on Facebook. We have a Patreon if you'd like to sponsor our little podcast. Uh, patreon.com slash KTMA show. We have uh, Twitter. Uh, KTMA, KTMA show at Twitter. We have a Discord. It's in the description. And I'm going to try to come up with a question every Friday. Okay. I'm, I did it last week and then I forgot to respond to everybody's great answers. Because then I got busy. <laughs> but um, let me see. We have an email. Uh, the KTMA show at gmail.com. Yes. Did we get an email? We got week? an email. Yay. This is from Lindsay. I don't like to read last names because I feel kind of bad. Right. This is from Lindsay, and it is titled, Making Grilled Cheese with an Iron. <gasps> Why are you laughing? Because we talked about that for kind of a little bit on with Benny and June. We hey, Ruben and Dawn. Okay, first of all, this is the best email we've ever gotten. Why? Because it put me first. Well, Everyone yeah. always says Dawn and Ruben. Oh, okay. okay. Hey, Ruben and Dawn. I just listened to your... Ben Dependence June episode, and I wanted to reach out regarding making grilled cheese with an iron like in Benny and June. It's definitely something you can do, and a lot of my friends did it in dorms in college, since they had an iron but no kitchen. It really isn't bad for your iron at all. In fact, the biggest problem we had was that the grilled cheeses always tasted like dryer sheets. <laughs> but, but this can be solved by putting a layer of aluminum foil over the iron. Hopefully you find this entertaining and thanks for the warm, fuzzy memories of college that this segment brought up. Best, Lindsay. That is so funny. Totally like, ooh, it tastes like, well, first of all, this is just funny. 
How do you know what a dryer sheet tastes like? Well, because, okay. Yeah, I now, know. No, no, all, because there's always something where you like, when someone's like, oh, no, okay, they're, they're not from experience, but I'm just, this is the example my brain thought of. And you're like, this tastes like poop. Right. Someone's like, you know what poop tastes like? <laughs> it's like, no, but you know what it smells like. And guess what? Things that smell like one thing probably taste like that too. Right. But but that's funny. But first of all, we want to say. Thank you, Lindsay, for thanks, the email. Thanks, Lindsay, for your email. And it that's made me funny. laugh when, I, when you yes. were reading it. I, I have read that email to you before because I knew that you were going to lose it. Like this I knew, is so funny. Yeah, I knew that you're, you were crying because of how funny that is. Well, yeah. And I was like trying to brush my teeth or something. And I'm like, wait. Yeah. So it's good. It was, no, it's great. And what a great idea to put the aluminum foil on yeah. the iron because then, again, you wouldn't get the dryer sheet or the starch. Can taste I whatever. make grilled cheese in a waffle iron. Yes, you do. It's pretty good. It's, well, I love grilled cheese. I made I brownies in a waffle cheese. iron before. Yes, you have. It was okay. Okay, thanks. So, Rude. Okay. No, no, no. All right. So, <laughs> um, also, if you want some great TMA show. TMA? KTMA. No, I said it and it just kind of. KTMA, yes. Contestant Mother Approved, merchandise, over forgot T Public. Yeah, tepublic.com slash KTMA show. All right, so I don't really have anything to talk about. Oh. Oh, you don't? I don't think I do. You said you were going to watch two episodes or something. I didn't. I'll watch four episodes next yeah, time. Yeah, right. Sorry. I wanted to, but I was busy. It was a busy week. Busy with what? I don't know. Just busy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I was busy. You should watch one episode when we're done with this. I almost, I started it. I started three and then I didn't watch it. Um, But then, okay, what have you watched? Nothing. Okay, well, here you gave me a bunch of stuff and you're like, just kidding, I watched nothing. Yeah, I got, I don't know. So how's your right. comedy going? Good. Hey, uh, do you like comedy? I love comedy. I uh, love your comedy. Okay, well, if you like comedy, um, I run a show, it's every month, it's the last Tuesday of every month in San Jose at Clandestine Brewing. Uh, it's called Pick Your Poison Comedy. It's the fourth Tuesday. I say last Tuesday. It's not necessarily true. It's the fourth Tuesday of every month, uh, clandestine. Uh, we literally sold out this last show. Yay! And I know that people are always like, I want to come. I want to come. Uh, I'm going to do this for this show. It is on February 25th. Yes, that's the, the fourth Tuesday. So February 25th, I believe. Uh, if you want to come, uh, go to the Eventbrite, eventbrite.com, and just look up Pick Your Poison. If you buy tickets with the code KTMA, uh, you can get half off tickets. So there you go. So if you're a KTMA fan and you want to come see Pick Your Poison, uh, make me look cool. Oh, man. If you came to the show and afterwards people were coming up to me like, I love the podcast. I love the other comedians like, who's this ding dong? That'd make me look cool. Uh, I realize that I'm now giving you half tickets, half price tickets to make me look cool. Uh, but that's that's, okay. that's sad, but whatever. That's right. No, I think that's, it's not sad, but I it's think It's a little great. sad. No, it's not sad. I think okay. it's great. So, yeah, if you're in the area, KTMA is the KTMA, KTMA. show or just KTMA? It's just KTMA. Okay. Let's make KTMA. Get, and you get at some free, some half nope, off No, don't tickets. say free. Not free. <laughs> so you get a discount. Yes. Well, that's good. All right. Because uh, we're expecting, we are expect. we sold, yeah, we sold out. So, so if we can if keep selling out. If people came, you they had to you turn them away? Uh, well, we were up to standing room only and it literally got to the point that if more people came in, we would not know where to put them. Oh, and you have to be careful. Yeah. So because wow. I do light a fire and shoot a gun on stage. No, so. you do not. And yeah. I'm so excited for you. That's great. Yeah, Yay! it was fun. Thanks, mom. You're welcome. I'll do that anytime you need me to. Okay. Yay! Oh, and I should mention that the place we're selling out is a thousand seats. No, it's not. No, um, it's like fifty. It's fifty million seats. It's a it's a big stadium. No, it's it's, a, it's the Colosseum in Rome. 
You have no. to, we fly everyone out to Rome. I think because I, I saw a picture of it. It looks like there's about thirty-five to forty seats. Rude. <laughs> no, it's little, but that's okay. Fun. Rude. No, I, Ruben sold out a broom closet. His comedy's doing great. <laughs> Two tickets. No, no it's, it's great. It's, You're doing fantastic. Fifty is about our max, but we can fit more people in there. That is so well. Good for you, honey. I'm proud of you. Thanks, mom. You're welcome. Anything else? No. Just kidding. You watch Mandalorian yet? No, I'm going to. I will. We'll talk about a whole bunch about it next time. I just got busy. Hey, give me three hundred and fifty dollars. Not today. Because they made, they're making, and it comes out in like August, okay, or October. But you can pre-order it now. It's three hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. Life-size model. Okay. Of the child. Baby Yoda. Yeah, I don't think so. What? I, you don't want a little life-size Baby Yoda? Um, I'll go to the bear store. What's the bear store? Build a bear. Build a bear. Get you a baby Yoda. You think those things are going to be sold out the second that they, the second that store opens? They're well, going to be. Buy, a, I'm not buying you a life size one, but I'll buy you a little. Hey, my birthday's coming. You buy it for me. You want me to buy you a 350? No, from Build a Bear. Yeah, but the the life size realistic one's way better. It's prop detailed, like so it looks real. Yeah, don't care. And he's just standing there looking up at you like this. Yeah, but I don't care. Because you know what I would do with it? What? I'd hide it around the house. Put it in your car. Put it in your bed. Put it in the bathroom. "Ah!" No, (laughs) I don't want that. Little baby Yoda just, Too scary. I don't want that. He's not scary. He's the sweetest. Well, if it's all, at me. (laughs) It doesn't make noise. (laughs) What if it's looking at me like that? It might be like, like, hello. Here I walk around the corner and there's this little baby Yoda going, I don't want to see that all the time. So, all right. Should we talk about, I'm kind of excited because it, I'm excited about this theme. Oh, sure. Yeah. What? Everything okay? I just coughed. Oh. So the theme, what did you call it? You always come up with the best themes. I don't think I do. Um, I don't remember what I called oh, it. Oh, and if you're listening and you, we need some more themes. So we can you guys email us or put it on Discord or Twitter us or tweet us or whatever that's called. Any yeah. way to get a hold of us, give us some more ideas. Because, you know, we are how many episodes in? 4,000. It seems like it. And we are running out of ideas. And we, I am going to, in the next week, I am going to log every movie we've ever watched. So that then we won't Good get mixed luck. up. I'm going to put it in a book and then we'll keep track of it Put all it in the time. a book? What are you, a, a, an ancient wizard? <laughs> I'm going to record the scrolls of the films that have been watched on the show. How else would I do it? Uh, Like someone who's like from this year? <laughs> Maybe in Excel with like a sheet? I don't and, know how to do that. I'll just uh, write bo- it in a notebook. I'm going to put it in the scroll the for ancient bro- times. No. So for generations, they will know the no. films that have been watched on the show. No, because I don't know how to do all that other stuff you said. You just know how to roll Write open a scroll, with get a, a pen with a quill. No. The film that Ruben watched in week five. I wasn't going to write it in week five. I was just going to write films we've watched and then just write them all down. Not like who and when and what episode. No, just write them down. Wouldn't it be, I mean, it'd be from memory or what? No, I'd go back and listen to the bits when it says okay, or look at the titles. That's yeah, what I would do. Yeah, most of the titles, yeah. Yeah. So okay, so this week our theme is. Uh, I didn't come up with a name for it. Yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah, you did. You called it something. Oh, really as smart. seen on TV. Yeah, you came up. It was really smart. As seen on TV. So what did you? What did, did you tell me that it was? Movies that are inspired by. Or remakes of, or reboots of, or sequels to television shows. All right, I'm. Or so- television related things, because I say that 
uh, and I'm including SNL skits in that because yes. there's like sure there's other stuff too that's based on little characters uh, from things, but I mean the SNL SNL has put up so many movies that like right. to not be able to include those as choices is kind of unfair. Right, and I think that's a good choice. Okay, I'm super excited because. Once you, and when you first said it, I was like, oh, I'm not going to come up with anything. And within maybe five minutes, I came up. So you ready? Yeah, go for it. 1996. Okay. 2009. 2014. 1996, 2009, 2014. And say thank you to me first. I'm not going to do that because I don't trust you. Say thank you, Mom. Thank you, Mom. Because I could have put 2019 and made Downton Abbey sucks. No, it's good, but you would have been totally bored because you wouldn't have understood it. All right, what are the years again? 1996, okay. 2009, 2014. I was trying to do a little bit of a variety, but it's really not. 1996, 2009, or 2014? Yes. 1996 scares me. Okay. 2009 is obvious, so we're okay. not going to pick 2009. Okay. Ah. Uh, I picked 2014. Okay. Do you want to know what you're not watching? Yeah. So 1996, mm-hmm. starring Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible. Duh. Wait, that's from 1996? Yeah. Yeah. Really? The first Mission Impossible is 1990. I mean, it, I'm not doubting you. Yes, you are. But I mean, like, no, what I'm saying is they've been around for that long? When I Googled it, that's what it came up. I mean, you could be. I'm not like saying, oh. I mean, I think. I don't believe I, you. I'm just like, it just. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Tom, you Google it well. Yeah, yeah, I'm Googling it. Because maybe I said the date wrong. No, but you're totally right. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Ins- what did you say? I, here's the thing I wasn't doubting you as a person. I was right. more doubting, like, wait, I could have sworn that like the first it, Mission Possible was in like 2006. No, no, no. The first one came out when I was six years old. Yes. And then, yeah. Oh my gosh! I did not realize how and long the, this franchise been around. As far as I know, around. the second one didn't come out for f- four years. Yeah, Mission Impossible Two is two thousand. Right? Mission Impossible Three is two thousand six. Right. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol is two thousand eleven. Yeah, so that's five years. And then Mission Impossible Rogue Nation is two thousand fifteen. Uh, and then Mission Impossible Fallout is two thousand eighteen. And then Mission Impossible 7 is 2021. And then Mission Impossible 8 is 2022. I think you're just making stuff up. No. no. really? Wow. Maybe not 2022. Hey, didn't, didn't, am I thinking that J.J. Abrams did the first one? I don't know. No, Brian De Palma. Okay, so that, say goodbye to that. Goodbye. 2009. So you picked 2014, correct? Yes. So 2009, you said that was easy. What was that one? That's Star Trek. Star Trek, yes. Uh, James, J.J. Uh, Abrams did Mission Impossible 3. Okay. And Star Trek um, with Chris Pine, right? Yeah, Chris Pine and uh, Leonardo. Okay, what's so you name? picked 2014. I don't like your face. No, I love this movie. No, because you're making I a dumb. I love this series. F- you're making a dumb face. I, I think you're going to be okay with it. You didn't make me watch some stupid. Veronica Mars. Oh, interesting. The Veronica Mars movie. <laughs> Okay. I don't hate that. I know. It's a good movie. Well, I love the good. series. Hey, didn't they do a new season on Hulu? Yeah, I heard it was okay. I was going to say, do you have Hulu? Yeah. Can Wanna I watch, watch it? it on yeah, Hulu? yeah. Okay. Is that I the really theme? liked Veronica Mars. Mars. the theme that goes, A long time ago, we used to... Come on now, honey. Yeah. Come on, come on, yeah. That yeah, one? Yeah, that's it. 
That's a good movie. Okay. Give it to me. (laughs) No, I don't like when you do that. That's not good. 2008. Okay. Uh, Hold on. 2000. 2008. Okay. 2017. Okay. Or 1995. 2017. Okay. Do you want to know what you're not watching? Yes. So 2008 was Get Smart. Okay, good, because that's stupid. What? The movie was fun. No. No, you're wrong. That was a fun movie. Okay. Uh, 1995, you did not choose. Right. That is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. (sighs) Okay. Remember Ivan Ooze? Yes. Oh, he scared me. Yes, me too. Okay. Good thing you're not watching Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, So 2017, you're watching... Uh, it's starring Darkery, Dakery Montgomery, Naomi Scott, Becky G, and Brian Cranston, and Bill Hader. You're watching Power Rangers. <laughs> you tricked me because you're making me. You picked two of them. What do you mean? No, it's two different Power Ranger movies. But it's still okay. One so is an adaptation. It's a it's a reboot right. or whatever, which will not unfortunately will not get a sequel. They've right. already. Yeah. Apparently, they're already starting. They're already trying to reboot Power Rangers again. Wow! Like yeah, they're I trying to do that, a new. I saw that one. It wasn't bad. Actually. I haven't watched it, so it was... I honestly picked it because I was... wanted to see it. So originally, I did have Star Trek on there in 2009, right. but then you said 2009. I was like, uh. But then I googled Power Ranger movie, totally forgetting that there have been two theatrically released Power Ranger movies that awesome. are unrelated. Okay. So I was like, oh. Yeah. No, I'll... I saw this one. It was actually really good. I'm glad you didn't pick Ivan Ooze Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. No. So two, so I'm watching the 2017 Power Rangers, and you're watching 2014 Veronica Mars. Veronica Rangers. Veronica Power Rangers. Mars. Power, Power Mars. Power Veronica. I don't like that. Okay. All right. Bye, everyone. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>